Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on this Thursday, the 11th of November, 2021. Trust wherever you're in the world, you are having a phenomenal, phenomenal week. And uh, looking forward to finishing off the week really, really strongly. So I wanted to share a podcast today and talk about an op- absolute honor that it's uh, that has been to be part of a team that's helping the National Airline of Australia, Qantas, return to international fly now posted on my facebook page last night and posted on linkedin as well uh after 20 months of pretty much full-on uh zoom facilitation it was so awesome to finally get back to a full day face-to-face facilitation yesterday and uh had the privilege to be part of a team that's now helping the Qantas international uh business return to flying now that uh, restrictions around COVID in australia has somewhat eased and uh, international flights are now starting to uh, come back. And this is a story of persistence. It's a story of facing new realities, of confronting uncertainty, and uh, eventually coming back better, not necessarily bigger, but certainly better than ever. Now, if you think 20 months ago, and just think about what you were doing in March of 2020. Now, I remember myself, uh, I had a stack of face-to-face trainings and facilitation that was uh, that was booked probably up until June of 2020. And I can't actually remember the date, but there was a, there was a date in, in March where literally 99% of those bookings were cancelled overnight because it's when the, the economy pretty much shut down because of the advent of, of COVID. So the same thing happened to the Australia's major airline. And, this, and they're not the only airline. There's a lot of airlines in the world that actually were afflicted as well. But from Australia's point of view, 20 months ago in, in March 2020, almost the unthinkable happened. And Alan Joyce, the CEO of Qantas, shut down the airline globally. Now, not only that, he actually sent a message to uh, his workforce that 90% of the workforce would be stood down. Now, this literally affected thousands and thousands of people who suddenly went from working in their career of their dreams to not knowing what the next day would bring. And some of the stories I've heard uh, yesterday in particular is some people were actually stationed in overseas ports and were unsure as to how they were going to get home and and what the consequences were going to be moving forward. And if I just reflect on that as well, I was sharing with the team yesterday, it's almost unthinkable that uh, an economy or a country or an airline or anything, the, the way of life that we've known for so many years, pretty much overnight gets shut down to the point where you can no longer go out, you've now got a curfew, you've got to wear face masks everywhere, you've got to socially distant. Uh, from people and the world as we know it pretty much changed immediately. Now, this for many people was a massive shock, and I heard a number of stories yesterday from the Qantas team that were talking about how uh, how it was a massive culture shock for them. And some of these guys had been working in the industry for 25 plus years and really had no other skill set, or so they thought, to apply anywhere else. Uh, and their livelihoods were pretty much taken out from under them. And the biggest challenge for many of them as well was that they had no control over it. There was nothing they could have done to prevent it. It was just one of those acts, uh, whether you want to call it acts of God or one of those serendipitous things just happens that they have no actual control over. And for many people, there's a feeling of helplessness that sits with that. 
But equally, there were people yesterday who, leading up to March 2020, had only been flying for four or five months. So this is they were brand new into their career, and and they all of a sudden thinking, well, this is the, this is a phenomenal career, traveling the world, seeing the world, uh, working on massive planes, helping people, etc. All of a sudden, what do I do now? And there was this massive sea of uncertainty. And the reason I say that this is a privilege to be part of this is yesterday was literally the first step for these guys getting back into the air and getting back to doing what they love to do. And it's just such a wonderful uh, opportunity to help guide them through, I guess, the challenges they've experienced over the last 20 months, but also set them up with a platform to move forward with a level of uh, positivity and opportunity so that they can get back to do the things that they love. And the stories we heard yesterday, they are phenomenal. They are difficult. And they're also really real. Now, if you think about it and just think about reflecting on what you've done in the last 20 months. And for me, I've gone from doing facilitation face-to-face for the previous number of years, five years or so, to having to try and do things all remotely. Now, I've got used to using Zoom. Haven't had to wear necessarily uh, the business pants, so I can wear tracksuit pants when I do that, and the, like the old weather weatherman or the news anchor just sitting with a suit on top. So that's all they see. But down below, it's uh, it's always what you want to wear. To uh, to now being back in front of a group, which is just absolutely phenomenal. So, how has your last twenty months been? You know, have you gone from being in uh, in a in a perfect position, quote unquote, to just thinking everything you touch is turned into gold? to then having your entire world turned upside down. So, Because for many of these people, uh, that's exactly what's happened. Now, there was a shock, and I'll, we talked a lot about change and how we go through various different change mechanisms and change processes. But many of them found, first of all, after getting over the initial shock, and this was before there was any government announcements around any support packages and so forth. So many people were just completely surprised, dumbfounded, overcome by just sheer anxiety, not knowing where the next paycheck's going to come from, how am I going to pay my mortgage, how am I going to pay for my kid's school, how am I going to put food on the table? And these are some of the legitimate thoughts that people had. And then they worked out, hang on, the skill set that they've got is actually transferable to other industries. And at the same time that certain industries were shutting down, there were other industries starting to ramp up. And Heard stories yesterday of people moving into government departments who had their skill sets they used within Qantas to easily transfer into the government department. And the way they approached things, they were able to provide a much better level of service than the government had ever, ever provided before to the point where these Qantas people who were moving into the into the government departments were seen as absolute godsends because their approach to customer service, their approach to problem solving was just phenomenal. Others went into retail stores. Now, retail soon shut down as well. Others went into uh, supermarkets and supply chains, and uh, many of them went into hotel quarantine. So the thing they learned was, whilst there was a change they didn't have any control over, there was also an opportunity presented to them that they can continue to work, continue to do things, continue to add value, and use the skill sets that they'd used at Qantas to transfer into a completely different industry. Now, what's really interesting about all of this is Qantas is a business, and I'm not giving any trade secrets away here because it's common knowledge, that um, they lost billions and billions of revenue opportunities over the last 20 months. And for them to now come back and be in a position to relaunch and get to a point where they're investing in getting people back and now getting back into the skies and doing doing the things I love to do is just a phenomenal endorsement of what is actually possible. Now, I don't know about you, but there's a bit of an excitement being an Australian and knowing that the Australian airline, the Flying Kangaroo, Qantas, there's, a, there's an excitement about the return of international flying. There's something comforting and something inspirational at the same time. Watching the Flying Kangaroo 
take off. And talking to these guys yesterday, there is just this air of excitement. They just, they're like, and I put on the post that I put on LinkedIn and Facebook, I'm like a kid in a candy store. And this is how these guys were as well. Yes, there was a level of anxiety. Yes, there was a level of nervousness. Yes, there was still a level of what's going to happen and we're going to be shut down again. But overwhelmingly, there was a feeling of excitement that they just cannot wait to get back into the skies and do the things that they want to do. There was one in, one in particular that shared that he's got a partner um, of the last three years who lives in LA and um, they've had a long distance relationship, but they haven't had a, an opportunity to connect. And despite their attempts to try and get to each other over the last um, 20 months or so, it's been impossible. But guess what his first flight is? His first flight is going back to Los Angeles. So he was absolutely over the moon by being able to get to see his partner for the first time in over 20 months. So great, great opportunity to work with an iconic brand, but also helping them to get back into the into the air. And it's a, it's a phenomenal example of what is possible given the things that happen that often are beyond our control. Now, the question is, how does this relate to us? How does it relate to us in terms of sales leaders and how does it relate to you in terms of your business and what you're doing within your organization? Some key lessons to come out of this and I just wanted to reflect on a couple of these. First thing is stuff is going to happen. There are going to be some things that happen that are beyond your control and challenges are going to be inevitable. It's how we look at those challenges, how we process those challenges and what example we set as we're experiencing those challenges that will go a long way to determining how quickly we can get back onto an even keel and use that as a platform to get even better and hopefully deliver even more exceptional results. We're also going to experience change. So change, again, is inevitable. So and when you think about life as it is now, we're probably not going to go back to how life was even two or three years ago in terms of the freedom of movement. There's going to still be some form of restrictions, and if not, there's going to be some sort of um, internal uh, mechanism whereby we're going to be conscious of uh, hand sanitizing, for example, or social distancing and not getting into each other's space. So we're all going to experience change, and people experience change in a different way. Some people are going to go through periods of shock, and they're almost going to deny what's going to happen because they think, well, if I stick my head under the pillow or if I stick my head in the sand, hopefully it'll get better. I'll wake up tomorrow and everything will be different, and it would have been just a great, great big <laughs> wild dream. Uh, that's not necessarily the case because in reality, things are going to happen. Things are going to happen that are beyond our control and we need to actually just embrace that and think about what is the lesson here? What can we do versus what is it that we can't do? So we'll go through change. So whatever change you're going through now, just experience it, embrace it and look for what is the lesson that I can learn? How can I get better from this and how can I in particular teach my team to get better as a result of this change we're going through? What that then requires us to do is, of course, have a growth mindset. Now, I've talked a lot about growth mindset versus fixed mindset and how important it is to look at anything that's happening, both positive and negative, and look for what is the opportunity here to get better. Now, a person who's got a fixed mindset, they'll look at things that happen and say, why is this happening to me? This always happens to me. And there's almost like this deterministic, downtrodden, um, almost sense of inevitability about, yeah, this is always going to happen, so I expected this. The person with a growth mindset will say, well, the same thing happened. I have no control over it, but what is the lesson here? What can I take? What's the seed of the opportunity here? What is the seed of something positive that I can use and nurture and get better and improve that hopefully I can actually learn from this particular experience? So it's so important. Whenever we're going through any cycle of change or any challenging times, we have to maintain a level of growth mindset. The other thing to think about is what are you? What's where's your locus of control? So what what is actually happening to you and how much of that do you have control? Think about what's happened over the last 20 months. Most of us can say we have absolutely no control over what's happened, right? Airlines getting shut down, economies getting shut down, businesses closing, people losing their jobs. Most, if not all of that, is beyond people's control. 
What we can control though is what can we do next. So thinking about what you can what can you influence, what can you control, and don't concern yourself with stuff that you don't have any control over. Just learn from it, embrace it, and again, think about what the opportunity is that's presented based on what's actually happening in front of you. And with that, particularly as a sales leader, we've got to be really conscious of what example we set to our team. So we've got to be able to empathize. We've also got to look after other people because other people will deal with change in a different way. Other people are going to experience emotions in a different way based on the circumstances they find themselves in and the situation that's happening around them. So know that we've got to empathize with people and we've, sometimes we've got to give people a bit of a hand up, uh, give, some, give some support, not sympathy. And also understand that, and this, this might sound like a bit of a, a flippant comment, but this too shall pass. And if you look back on your life, you look back on your career and all the things that have happened, you'll notice that there were periods of time where, you know what, you might have felt as if nothing that I do is turning to success or everything I do is not working and, and you think this is never going to end. But guess what? It did. So it does pass. So as long as you don't, as I say, don't camp out in the valley, you keep moving through the valley, you'll actually get to the other side. So this too shall pass. And it's a great uh, it's a great thought process to go by because no matter what you're going through, both positive and or negative, this will actually uh, end at some point. So it actually when things are going really well, it brings a level of humility to say, hey, be grateful for what's going on, but also recognize that don't get too ahead of yourself. But also when stuff is literally turning to the proverbial, also know that it's only temporary, that you will come through it. And when you learn that, you'll recognize that probably the biggest thing you've got is resilience. And you'll know and you'll recognize that you are actually more resilient than you probably gave yourself credit for. And this is certainly what the team yesterday found because... Some of the stories that they were sharing, they were harrowing, they were emotional, they were really challenging, but they were prepared to share it, and they were in an environment where they could do that and feel, feel comfortable being able to do that, but the lesson they learned is, guess what? I've come out the other side, and I've actually learned a lot about myself, and I'm actually more resilient than I thought I was or I thought I gave myself credit for. Now, this doesn't just go for individuals. It goes for teams, and it certainly can go for companies as well. We are more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. And as the great Les Brown always used to say, and he probably still does, if you're going to be knocked down, if you're going to fall down, make sure you're falling on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. And if you can get up, you can get going. So get going and, and be as resilient as you possibly can and look for the seed of an opportunity in everything that happens. So remember this, and this is the core message of today. Remember that uh, stuff is going to happen, right? There's going to be things that happen that are beyond your control. But if you recognize that, if you know you can go through change and have the confidence of going through change and think that, you know what, nothing that I can come up against cannot not have a solution. So I'll always find a solution to everything. I can have a growth mindset as I go through things. I can focus on what I've got, actually got control over. I can empathize, not just with myself, but for others. Know that this will pass. And if I can be resilient, guess what? No matter what setback you have, that could simply be a setup for your greatest comeback. So key message today is, hey, whatever's going on right now, know that this shall pass and think about this could be just a setup for your greatest comeback as well. And as a reminder, if you'd like some help with your greatest comeback, if you'd like some help becoming an exceptional sales leader, I'd love to work with you one-on-one and help you do just that. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, we'll jump on a Zoom call, have a conversation and get started working together one-on-one to help you become that exceptional sales leader in as little as 90 days from now. So very much look forward to that conversation and as always look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.
Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.